Welcome to Millennial Sex True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight with a brand new guest, and I am insanely excited about this because it literally took an arm and a leg to lure her up here. <laughs> <laughs> literally, she was like, no, nah, I don't know about coming out of my little warm and cozy hibernation cove, and I was like, come on, please, please, I have treats, I have wine, I have other things here, come up here, please, little girl. So anyway, she's here, um, and I can't thank her enough for coming. Hi, Nikki. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I wish you guys were here because she has, like, super cool eye makeup on. Oh. <laughs> that I, only in my dreams I could do. <laughs> it looks amazing. Thank you. I have a photo shoot after this. <laughs> Great. So I actually got her before all of the photos oh, are taken. Yeah. So it's like first dibs. I know. You get to see me fresh. Yeah, you look great. <laughs> I found Nikki on Instagram. Um, and her page is very provocative. Um, I think it's been like two years that I've been following her, uh, maybe a year and a half, two years. And, um, and her page is really provocative because she basically like does all these yoga poses among other things in sexy little lingeries. And she's like in some of them, she has this very like ingenue, like mystical, nature vibe like she's like outside in the massive woods which is probably like behind your house or something but it looks <laughs> like it's like infinity back to the beginning of nature and she's like out there in her lace panties naked um doing a yoga pose or something like that and it's just like very um interesting and you say like well what's interesting because there's like a ton of like girls doing yoga poses mm. and but like it's not just another yoga pose Right? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about it. And do you mind telling us your handle? Oh, it's so they can find you? Almost underscore famous underscore unicorn. Okay, great. So what is Almost Famous Unicorn all about? And what's your, your work about here? Um, honestly, I've been doing yoga for about eight years now. I'm in RYT. I've taught a lot. It, this is kind of like it... Like, over a year ago, it, I decided to open up what my personal practice looks like at home. I would practice like that in the woods or go to the park or whatever. And um, I was dating someone at the time, and he was like, this is, like, crazy to see. Like, you know, like, I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like this. You should record it because you don't, like, I can't explain to you what it looks like from the other side. So I was looking at it. I was like, wow, it's pretty good. Like, <laughs> I, I like the intricacy of it, sometimes the lighting, and, like, certain things that I just do naturally and I'm not even necessarily paying attention to, like, mm -hmm. just kind of, like, the beauty in me relaxing, because that's really what it is, is my relaxing time, um, so, I don't know, I just kind of took it, but apparently I look sexy when I do it, <laughs> so this is what's led it to where it is right now. Okay, great. So it started where you were just kind of like your me time to like get into your zone and there was something expressive about it that you started to capture and um, and now it's turned into what? Now you have like a ton of followers. I looked over <laughs> one day and I was like, damn, 
<laughs> I was like, she has a ton of followers, and and it's no joke because actually, because um, I wish I could do that. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and I'm like, uh, too much work. I'm pretty authentic. I share a lot with my followers, and also I do a lot of collaborations with undiscovered artists. Okay. So. Um. So last year I did seventy six. All the videos that I do on my IGTV are undiscovered artists' music. So oh. we do kind of like collaborations together. So I like I I've been using this time, I guess, when I first started to kind of develop and figure out who I am uh-huh. as like a person and the things that I enjoy and like makeup I never wore makeup uh-huh. until about a year ago and I decided I was gonna buy it and I was gonna just learn how to use it it's like things like that I feel like I kept holding myself back for many years thinking I wouldn't be good at something because I had no experience or that I thought I had no interest in it or that I don't know it, you know I had no purpose and now I'm trying new things that I wouldn't normally do before so I think that also appeals to my audience is that I'm super authentic. Like, if something looks crappy, I'm like, that looks crappy. But this is, like, the first time I did it, guys. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, like, very inspirational what you said. Like, what do you think it was that inspired you to step outside your comfort zone and try things that you hadn't before? I had a really bad uh, breakup with an ex-boyfriend that started stalking me impersonating me on the internet, stealing my accounts, all this stuff. So it was very emotionally jarring for me. And then at the end of it, I kind of didn't feel like I knew myself. Like I didn't know what I enjoyed or what would make me happy anymore. Mm -hmm. So I felt kind of like I had to start from scratch and really try to figure out like what kind of things I do enjoy in life and maybe things I didn't develop because I was too busy chasing. Mm -hmm. You know, so... So this breakup caused, like, some soul-searching and... Yeah. ...kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens. Um, um, what do they say? Like, um, after every breakup, like... Well, I don't know if they say this, but after every breakup, <laughs> you're better than before, let me tell you. I hope I do get to that point. I just felt like I was kind of, like, lost, and I didn't have, like, any direction. So, like, people would be like, well, do something that makes you happy. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) So, how does, like, um, sexuality, like, come into play in your online persona? Um, So, with that whole breakup, I had a lot of uh, negativity towards sex because of how it was in that particular relationship. together for a while it was like five years what was the what was it the sex like in that relationship it was really aggressive but not on a pleasurable note it was more like he was more excited and not pleasing me like the pain and the fear aspect so it feels like now I guess trying to rediscover who I am and what my sexuality looks like is just a part of what I need because I didn't know what that actually looked like and I didn't actually like enjoy it the way I should have perhaps so um, just within doing movement and yoga and stuff like that it does have like a sexual vibe but sometimes like that's just how I am at home like I'm half naked and I'm gonna hop into a door frame and my kids don't even they, 
think anything of it. They're like, oh, mommy does this all the time. Because they've seen me do this for, like, nine years, you know, almost. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, whatever. Like, this is just who she is. So it's kind of like recording that. It's just, like, I guess giving them an intimate view of how I am normally. Mm-hmm. Um, which normally you don't see on Instagram too much. It's more like the flash, the wow, the, you know, what we're doing bigger, better, faster on accounts and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, so, okay, so it sounds like the, the relationship was kind of traumatic. Mm-hmm. Was it, like, a, was it, would you call it an abusive relationship? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, he wasn't even, like, trying to satisfy you? He was, like, kind of a jerk sexually? Is that what I got? He, yeah, he was just very aggressive. Like, you know, in, in a more, uh, I don't want to go too graphic, but <laughs> in more of a rape vibe, that was more of his thing, the act of it not being consensual, uh-huh. consensual, uh-huh. and he'd push the limit so that it would feel non-consensual. It may have started off consensual, but it did not end that way, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Pushing the limits to see how more traumatized I could be in the experience, because that made him more turned on and it wasn't something that you guys like discussed up front like these are the limits and these aren't and this is no. how we're gonna it was just like how you would do it every time no he just started to escalate to that sort of experience after a couple of years it just wasn't I guess good enough the way it was or communication wise mm-hmm. he just kind of elevated and he wanted me to adjust to it without actually asking me to adjust to it mm-hmm. so Okay, so then, like, hearing that, it makes me see your photographs online differently a little bit, you know, because now I can really see, like, how those are kind of, like, playful and free-spirited and mm-hmm. really, um, and, like, natural and yeah. kind of, like, but still playing with, like, like contemporary things like the blonde hair or the glitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really does seem like the complete opposite of what you just described mm-hmm. your relationship was like. Yeah, like I've, I've taken the time to kind of develop and try different things that I wouldn't have tried before. Like I'm a polar opposite, I guess, than what I used to be. Uh-huh. But I kind of took the experience, like if I made it through the experience, that it was time to actually start living. Mm-hmm. You know, and not feel like I never found it. Like, whatever I'm supposed to do in life. Just yeah. wandering without it. So, I don't know. I stumbled into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about, like, um, like the role of, like, body positivity mm-hmm. in your online brand and everything? I think that's, like, a huge part of why, of your appeal. It's like, you're yeah. just, like, doing your thing talk about that a little um well I had a lot of body uh insecurity issues at every point like I wouldn't wear certain things there are several years where there's no pictures of me full body at all Mm -hmm. like um and I realized that I was like you know I gotta start working into it but every time I would see myself in full I would just be disgusted and I think I was allowing a lot of like society stuff and like past partners things that they told me make me feel so jarred about my body that anytime I would see it I'd be like oh my god this is scary like I want to put it away like your partners insulted you yeah like they kind of just felt like my body needed to be exactly like that more thinner 
persona, you know, kind of like Kardashian-esque type situation, and I never could necessarily get to that point. And if I did, dieting-wise, I was miserable. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just, like, living to feed the body. Yeah. You know, in that sense where I had to just do this or it just wouldn't be well-received. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you mean. I definitely can't really... <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, so like, breaking out of that, was that, like, also part of, hey, like, that relationship almost killed me and, like, I'm done being upset or being miserable and I'm going to celebrate my body? Yeah, definitely. And being able to, like... The photography at first, the aspect was more for me to get out of my skin with it. Yoga is beautiful to me, no matter what the size is, so, of the person. Mm -hmm. No, keep talking. I'm just making sure it's working. No, it's okay. Um, So, I just figured if I could see myself the way I see other people sometimes on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe I would see it a little bit differently, Mm -hmm. and I looked at the posture and not necessarily the body, and then... Like, over time, I got a little bit more comfortable with my body as a whole. I was like, oh, you, you don't look that bad, you know? It just depends on how you want to dress yourself. Like, maybe I just wasn't feeling confident because I just never really dug deeper to see what kind of things I liked and enjoyed or to see on me mm-hmm. for me to really, like, enjoy the experience a little bit better. Yeah. What kind of, like um, like, feedback do you get online around, like, you know, body positivity and that kind of feedback? The women, it's always really good, actually. A lot of people who've started with me, they have started their own personal journey of trying to accept themselves a little bit better, and I think that's good. We all need that, honestly. I think that a lot of women, we all suffer with that anxiety of not looking the way we think we should. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to just accept, like, this is the way I look. Yeah. <laughs> I may not look different. Are you going to still love yourself anyway? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you have to, like, confront yourself with it. Yeah. There's this girl, um, Body Posse Pandit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Megan Jane Crabby. So she says something. I, I, one of her videos one time, she said something that, you know, I, I kind of came to think about at some point in another way, too, which was, you know, she said, like, like you don't want to go on the beach in a bikini because you're uncomfortable what people are going to say or think or whatever about your body. And she said, like, but it doesn't matter. Like, what matters is that you have fun and you make a great memory on the beach mm-hmm. with your friends that day and not just sit at home <laughs> thinking, exactly. oh, I wish I was on the beach. Like, um, you know, she's like, it's not about, like, at some point, no one's going to care about your body. Everyone's just going to be having a good time, making a good memory. And, um, and I think that that was, like, that made so much sense to me, you know, because I just feel like that's the problem. Like, I can't think of how many times that I was like, oh, I don't want to go because I don't feel this or I feel inadequate in this way. And then it was like all this time passes and it's like, oh, I could have been making amazing memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you missed out on an experience for no reason. Yeah. So what, like, I mean, like, what are you doing with IG right now with Almost, or I guess you have multiple platforms, right, for Almost Famous Unicorn? Mm -hmm. Oh, and what's the one, um, I had a couple questions, what's the one that you said is, like, IG but naughty? Oh, uh, I think it's called, uh, it's 
It's Your Girl. There you go. So it's like a different kind of platform. It's almost like a Patreon, but it has the aspect of IG as far as you can stream live, you can do videos on there, you can do like IG stories type of like scenario. Like it's like almost identical but less of the actual uh restrictions which will cause you to get banned on ig okay it's shenanigans but i've, I've gotten to the point where it's like i need to diversify in that way because it's so hard and i don't want to be um banned on platforms but it happens to a lot of people and i've seen a lot of people over this year while just growing of like having their accounts just completely taken off just because they're a body positive person. Mm -hmm. You know, whether they're in lingerie or not, they could be in regular clothes, and I still feel that it's a little obscene to a certain nature. And I remember a couple of months ago, actually, um, with Megan, Instagram did some sort of post about her being body positive on, like, a body positive day or something of that nature on the calendar, and you can look at stuff later, but... Okay. A bunch of people were complaining that Instagram constantly closes down body positive accounts and essentially they glorify skinny body positive per people versus the bigger ones they ding and they kind of like give a hard time to. And oh, really? Yes. I'm not surprised. So there's been a lot of people who are just like so like over it. They need to, <laughs> you know, the aspect of they want to have a platform where they can talk about, you know, loving themselves even on a bigger scale. Kind of like Lizzo, but... But not... they don't want Lizzo. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> we, we have to, like, totally work They want her song, it. but they don't want her. Yes, like, it, it's crazy because, like, I've had, I've had things dinged before, and I'm like, look, Lizzo is in the same posture. <laughs> but she's at that point now. She's a celebrity. They're not going to ding her account and be like, oh... Yeah. Shame on you for being body positive, you know? So you have to get to a certain level, otherwise they don't respect you, and they try to make it seem as if it's like a sex thing. It's not a sex thing. It's about accepting yourself. It's about figuring out how to love yourself, no matter what. You could be fit and beautiful today or, you know, curvy tomorrow, but can you love yourself in between? Because your body will always change. Yeah. Yeah, Instagram, you know, is Facebook technically, so it's mm -hmm. the devil. And uh, <laughs> and remember when they were they used to give Rihanna a terrible time? Yes. And and they like punished her, and she just was like, oh okay. They closed her account temporarily. Remember mm -hmm. Rihanna for some like nipple or whatever they, they were just, trying to do, they wanted and she to do just that. left it closed for like a whole year or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. So they so so millennial sex actually had a page. Um, for a couple of years mm -hmm. that they closed and I had like over 3,000 followers and um and they closed it and it was and like you know I, I actually didn't really log in that much mm -hmm. um I wasn't that active on it mm -hmm. but um but I hadn't like been active in like a week or two and I went on and my account was gone and and they were like well if you want to appeal but I, I said, like, why are you doing this or whatever? It doesn't make sense. They didn't even respond. Or they're like, you know, we, we're not going to change our mm -hmm. decision or whatever. Um, but the thing was that, like, okay, so it's a podcast with the word sex in it. The title mm -hmm. was At Millennial Sex, right? But the thing was that, like, there was actually, like, 
everything on my whole page was kind of like a funny meme. Mm-hmm. Like everything, so kind of what I tended to post the most of were like sex position drawings, like cartoons mm-hmm. of sex positions. Mm-hmm. And because people would like those a lot, and I get a lot of likes on those, you know, mm-hmm. people like it and they comment, oh, that position yeah. looks like this. But it's a cartoon. Yeah. Nothing graphic at all, just, just a pretty simple cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I mostly po- posted. There was one that kept getting flagged, and it was like not a cartoon, it was a photo of like two people like in India making love in the mud. Mm-hmm. It looked really passionate, but it was a photo, yeah. you know, and you couldn't see anything, and they were covered in mud. Um, you could see their faces, and you could see the passion, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, um, they were covered in mud, and I'm sure they weren't really doing it or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, so they, they closed my account, and I, I just, like, like, it's pretty whack. It's, it's like they want everybody to be, it's like for consumerism, but, like, mm-hmm. that's really it. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's like you should kind of just leave people alone because some people are artists and they want to do their art a certain way. Now, as long as we're following the guidelines, I don't see the issue. But the issue is is we're following the guidelines, okay? Yeah. It says no full-on shots, okay? No nipples. Most people don't even have them on there, you know what I'm saying? In, in the grand scheme of things, and they're like, don't squeeze your boobs. Like these don't, are the, That's a rule? Yes. Don't squeeze don't your squ- boobs? In the picture, you can't squeeze it, because that's suggestive. You know what? This is so sexist. It these, is. Instagram is... Because guys can't even squeeze their fucking boobs. This I is know. so sexist. Like, no nipples and no squeezing your boobs. Mm-hmm. It's so <laughs> annoying, and it's just ridiculous. And sometimes, like, there's nothing showing absolutely at all but if you have too much jigger jiggle fat then they're like oh that's too much well you know what is also kind of like interesting and something to prepare for is you know just that like there's all these platforms and they're always Mm -hmm. their popularity is like always changing with a trend Mm -hmm. and you know they can take it away from you like technically you could have an entire business on one of these platforms Mm -hmm. and then boom it could be gone and then what do you do? Because you do have your brand, but you don't have your platform. Like, what What do you think? Do you have, like, a backup plan? What do you think about that? I mean, I'm on multiple different areas. If I disappeared off of IG, I would just continue on Facebook. I would continue on Twitter. I would continue on is my Twitter Pornhub. Good? Yeah. How is Pornhub? I like, I like... How does that work? Can you explain? So I just... I wanted a space to be able to do, like, my nude yoga without getting dinged. Because sometimes I do just do nude yoga at home. And there's nothing sexual about it. There's no... You know, I'm not getting off or anything like that. It's just me doing my practice in the nude. So Pornhub is really cool for it. I asked them if they would be cool with that or if that's something that they would be like... Because I didn't know. There's no one doing that there. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, man, come on. Let's do it. So do people watch it? Do you make money? Yeah. Yeah. How does the money part work? Uh, You get money per views. You get money when they buy the videos. And sometimes they really do buy the videos. I have people that buy my videos every time. I I don't know why. But I'm like, okay. Maybe they just really want to watch it again later. So, <laughs> so they, they see it on Pornhub and then they, yeah. they go to your site to buy the video or what? No, you can do it on Pornhub. No. Like, you just, you get approved through their model program and you can do whatever kind of content you want to do on there. 
So there's even Ryan Creamer, and he does, like, a, a sex talk show on there. He doesn't do anything sexual. Because, I mean, once I saw you were on Pornhub, I was kind of, like, looking into it a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what? what's this all about, right? And there's this other girl named Brittany187 with, like, mm-hmm. a giant butt, and apparently she makes a ton of money on Pornhub. Um, that I've always had, like, a fantasy that I direct porn. Because, like, you know... There are different types of porn, and I feel like the porn that they say is for women is, like, super softcore porn, yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Exactly. But then the porn that, like, you know, it's like, like, I see why people think it's gross, you know, because it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 you know, um, <laughs> and so, like, I've always had a fantasy of, like, directing hardcore porn mm-hmm. that is genuinely hardcore, but mm-hmm. is, like, intellectual and, like, arousing mentally at the same time. Like a real Fifty Shades. Right. <laughs> or just like a, one scene from a real Fifty Shades. Yeah, so It doesn't have to be the whole yes. thing. It could just be one freaking scene that's like actually hot. And, mm-hmm. and um, That would be awesome. So you can do that. But see, like, they're so open about, like, the things you can have on there. And I'm like, I'm going to pioneer it. Like, I researched for, like, six months to figure out if anybody was doing yoga or nude yoga on there. I know so many people on IG that do nude yoga on Patreon and OnlyFans, all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, I want to find somewhere else that no one else is at. No one was there. Like, a porn star will do it for, like, three seconds, and then that's the end of it. It never comes back up in a video ever again. Like, I did my extensive research. So I was like, oh, I could do this. I could do yoga on there, and there's no one doing it. And I think that's why a lot of people, like, like it. So in my porn hub, I have yoga in nature nude at home like whatever i feel like doing i'm just ranting. Do you show your face yeah okay you don't have to though there are people on there that don't that wear masks and stuff like that where they blur out their face or they like turn the camera a certain way and it's only side angle yeah i'd say look into it and just look at different styles man how, what, like, do you have, like, um, <coughs> people who are kind of, like, your fans who, like, do you ever, like, like, I'm finding out that, like, okay, so you have, like, fans, but then, like, sometimes I feel like my fans want to, like, meet me and have sex with me or something. Oh, like, I get a lot get... of those, but <laughs> I get a lot of offers like that, but nobody is giving me the right offers, so okay. I guess it is. I joke about it all the time, because I get... I get messages or emails like that at least like three or four times a week and they're like, Hey, here's a thousand dollars and I'm like, ten thousand wow, really? ten thousand and we'll do this and I realize, you know, just doing all this that half the time some of them don't read. The ones that do read that are like male, they're like my gems. They'd be reading all of like my blog posts associated with each picture and they're like yo man that really sucks like <laughs> and then there's the other ones wow you're so hot like you talking about like you know a, a dog that died like they were not even reading it's ridiculous but i get it all the time in the dms and they're like hey how's it going i just want to see you i just want to date you will you give me free yoga <laughs> out of here <laughs> i'm good no <laughs> really amazing but I just I don't want to get on a low standard or anything like that I kind of like that my stuff is like I guess sensual not sexual fully so Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's something I want to do plus I've told myself that when you're you know running your own business it's got to be something that you want to do every day 
I just can't see myself wanting to do sex like that. You know what I mean? For money on an everyday basis. Like, I feel like you get burnt out. It needs to be something you're passionate about. Okay, yeah. Well, personally, I am passionate about sex. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I mean, like, I... Not... I mean... So I I write a column in Sexual Health Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually what I tend to write about is like the um, like the psychological drivers behind like intimacy or sex mm-hmm. or foreplay or anything like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's kind of like my niche interest. Mm-hmm. And so I think because that's really my interest. Like for me, that's when like my interest in sex really expanded when I became interested in those kinds of things and started to really understand the psychological drivers and the needs and mm-hmm. the emotional deficiencies people fill up with sex. And mm-hmm. and then it helped me to just understand, like, the human psyche a lot better. Um, so I became, like, really interested in it around that time, and I would say that was, like, maybe, like, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's that was kind of why I tried this myself. Just because, like, I was like, well, I want to, like, talk about this thing that I'm actually very interested in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to talk about, like, like feminism and, like, women's stuff. Mm-hmm. But I felt like nobody wanted to hear those things. So I was like, well, let me just, like, talk about sex a little bit. And then, like, maybe it'll pick up and we'll just see where, yeah. if I can expand it into more of the areas that I want to expand it into. I think feminism and sex are something that really do need to be talked about on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah. Just um. the aspect that we're super deficient and I feel like we're constantly questioning just to get to that part where we really are enjoying sex. It's ridiculous. I think like when we first talked and you were like, come up with an interesting story, mm-hmm. like sexually, and I was like, <laughs> but you thought of one now, right? Um, I have, well, yeah, I feel like I have one. I have, like, a one of those sexual aberration type situations where... A sexual aberration? Yes. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost? No. <laughs> It's like an experience almost, like a walkabout, that's what it feels like. <laughs> a walkabout? Yeah, like a, a digging deeper, I guess, to try to figure out what kind of things you actually enjoy. Yeah. Like on a full level. And I realized that like, through, like throughout my many experiences, I did not have very focused lovers, I think, in a way where... I knew, and I also didn't know what to tell them that I enjoyed. And so that stifled how sex was for me for such a long time. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty common experience for women, you know, um, and it goes back to like the roots of patriarchy, which um, create like a hierarchy and a tiered system of control with men on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done by basically stifling and repressing females so that they're afraid to explore and they're afraid to go out in the world and um and then it's like everybody has this like massive epiphany after 35 it's like <laughs> what it's cause 
we, like we meet we all meet the same guy <laughs> and we all go through this amazing sex and we're just like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> oh, you met that guy too yes. I, I, I was with him yes, yes. oh my god somehow we, we didn't end up together I don't know. <laughs> right but he sent you on a journey and it that's did. really it that's did. what he was there for I feel yeah. like that's all he was there for is to start the journey <sighs> well, the journey's in full swing now exactly see but it started something like that one experience starts a little small snowball yeah just rolls I'd love to hear the story that you <laughs> con- that you thought of okay so um, this was back when I was actually allowed on POF on plenty of fish yes you got kicked off plenty of fish yes a lot oh. of people apparently that do sexuality get kicked off of there that's what I learned about oh, during they the you of sex work yes uh, and they did not give me a chance to say that I wasn't and they wouldn't allow me to appeal yeah it's really crazy I'm like I'm in this weird spot in my life where I feel like my art is beautiful but it's just like people feel like it's sex work but I don't touch anybody <laughs> it's annoying to me because sometimes it, I feel like uh, as I'm growing I feel like it's stifled me in some way because I keep thinking about the indication that I am associated with sex work and I don't have a problem with sex work but it pisses me off that I keep being persecuted like I am doing it like I am making sex work money if I was God I mean go ahead with my bad self but I'm not (laughs) so leave me alone (laughs) I'm just doing my yoga and enjoying my life yeah it's just like and there's so many people like that some of them are just like chill and they just want to take nude pictures of themselves but without being fully nude like you know artistically away and people get persecuted for that shit goes down for no reason it's stupid okay so let's get back sorry to deviate so you were still at the beginning of your story so you were kicked off of plenty of fish i was okay for for being in the sex world supposedly yes okay allegedly So where does the story begin then? Um, so I met him right before I got kicked off on there. And okay. We were having just a general conversation. And he was telling me that he has like a, a real enjoyment for like sex. He's really good at it or whatever. And most guys always say this. I don't know why guys don't realize that they all say this, mm-hmm. but this is a thing. So <clears throat> I didn't take it seriously. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Every guy hypes themselves up. What guy wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so he tells me to just, I guess, come, come to have, like, dinner with him. And so I go and I have dinner with him. It's a nice vibe. I go back to his place and he's like, all right, you know, we're going to have, like, amazing sex, but don't get crazy. You might get obsessed or whatever. And I'm like, he's just, like, pre-disclosing too much as if it's too whatever. And I don't like showboating. <laughs> right. It's turning you off, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Like, shut up. <laughs> it's too much, bro. But, um, so we go through this experience and it's just the fuck it was like the most intense experience ever and I was trying to and I and I still 
do to this day try to figure out what's the connection for it to be on that level of like like complete and utter like your mind blank your body unfunctional like that's how intense it is like what do you mean he's just like beating it up until your eyes were just like rolling back to your head or what No. Well, first of all, he started off with oral, and most guys try, but like his version of oral was like literally like elite shit. Like, what did he do? I don't know. Did he eat your ass? I mean, he did at some point, but not that first time. Like the first time, it was just whatever he was doing. The technique he does is so much different than I've ever had, which had lots of dudes. It was crazy. Like, I said, yo, you have to teach someone this, or you need a YouTuber or something. Teach the men. Because I feel like when they eat your whole ass and everything, mm-hmm. then that adds to the pleasure. Sometimes, yes. But you're I saying that wasn't even it. It was something it wasn't, else. No, it's just what he was doing. He wasn't Did doing... Did he use his hand? No, not just for a tongue. while. Just his tongue. It was nice. like, it was crazy. Was it focused, like more on the clit or more inside the vagina it was everywhere oh. he was just but <laughs> not in a wild way like yeah, a no, it detailed good. oriented way it was very fascinating I was like yeah. what is happening you should have taken notes girl <laughs> I've been trying <laughs> I want to share this information. I told him, I said, I said, dude, I said, if I ever do a porn, man, I got to do a porn with you so you can teach people what your technique is because I can't explain it. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's crazy. Damn. Okay. So that had you open. Yes, it did. Okay. Great. (laughs) It's crazy. As it should be. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what oral is for. To get you nice and excited and wet and ready get that dick hard true story but it's like it was like a longer process he wasn't timing it I guess that's also what I noticed is that some of my partners were timing it almost like okay I'm just gonna be down here for a little bit come back up no he'd be like down there for like years he was enjoying it yes to the point where like it didn't matter time space continuum Right. He's just doing his job. He's never coming back, and he'll be like, "Hey, you know, I have to tap him on the shoulder." Like, I'm good, bro. I'm really good. Like, no, he'll, he's he's ready to continue, and it's just like, what's happening? Is it supposed to be like this with other people? <laughs> yeah. I've never had that experience before. Oh. Some guys just really like to eat pussy. Where are they? <laughs> They're out there. Random though. Yeah. Like you have to find them. They're not, like, everywhere. I've had some pretty terrible, like, they don't know what they're doing, and I don't know how to tell them to do better. So this was, like, the first time where I didn't have to say anything. He just knew what to do. I felt like he knew my body in a way that I hadn't met my body already. I was like, what in the hell? Like, how do you know some things I don't know about myself? Like, it just totally made me think about... going. Yeah, it was like, you know, it made me think, oh, wow. You were like, damn. Sex could have been better the whole time. (laughs) So then what happened? Um, Then he banged my brains out. That was good, too. Because normally it's like, for me, my experience is they're good at oral or they're good at sex, but never they're good at both. No, he Uh was good at both. So it was crazy. It was like two and a half hours. I was like blacked out. I was like, whew. 
shit. <laughs> and then the goddess unicorn was born after that. <laughs> right? I can see yeah. it now. I see it that you woke up like, la 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 la. I feel like a different person. You're like, wow, where has this been my whole life? I'm 33. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. My poor 20s. I had somebody eat my pussy that made my head spin before. He ate my whole ass and everything, too. So, and it was like half an hour. It was like, yeah, he was an asshole. <laughs> it's the worst possible. He turned out to be a secret asshole. Oh, no. But he had no dick. Mm-hmm. But he ate pussy, like, so good. It was like, you forget your name. Like, he ate your ass. It, like, he would put his whole, he would use his tongue in your ass like it was a dildo. Crazy. Like he, like it was a dick. But <laughs> That's his tongue, crazy. He, yes, just eat it like, and you just give up. You be like, oh, I give up. So then what happened? Is there a story here, or this was just some good sex? So then you were laying there, a puddle of yeah. goo, thirty-three <laughs> year old goo. Yeah. And then what? I realized I had terrible sex almost my whole life. That's what I'm gonna look for. <laughs> That's why I feel like it started this journey. Is that, like, wow, I feel like I didn't know that I enjoyed certain things and what certain things to look for until that moment. Which is kind of, I don't know if that's sad or more good that I figured it out now. <laughs> well, maybe both, right? <laughs> I mean, but the point is you're here where you are now, so that's what matters. And uh, and you don't, you get to walk forward with that wisdom and that open heart now that you didn't necessarily have before. Exactly. So this one experience, like, did you see him again? Oh, yeah. A bunch. <laughs> yeah. A bunch, yes. Nice. And it's still just as good, which makes no sense to me, but... You guys still see each other? Every so often, yes. Oh, great. So it's good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that isn't exactly the typical kind of story that we get on this one, but mm-hmm. I think it's still a good story because it sounds great and it really, like, inspired you so much, like, to know that, like, you changed your whole life, you changed your outlook, you built this business from nothing, all because you got some bomb-ass head and <laughs> dick one night. I mean, wow. That gives me hope. That, that gives me hope. That means that, like, even tonight, ladies and gentlemen, your life could change. Yes. <laughs> Massively. And you exactly. don't even know. I'm telling you, you might swipe right. <laughs> on mm. some bomb head. Now I see why you're upset about Plenty of Fish, because I'm like, I never met anybody on there. But then you're like, oh, shit! Look, let me get back on there! Right? Like, I was like, maybe what? they're all like that now. <laughs> what do you write on your profiles? Like, do you... Because I find that, like, being direct about what you're looking for on your profile helps save time for you to get what you're looking for. What do you do? It's usually what I do. I say I'm not looking for bullshit. Oh, Okay. I'm a kind of I'm not <laughs> That sounds really fun. I'm not looking for bullshit, guys. Hit me up. <laughs> and they still do though. They're like, I have no bullshit. What's up? Um, honestly, I don't it's because 
I've experienced so many people that just like to play games or lie. I, I like honesty, no, so. I'd rather you just say, hey, I just want to fuck. Instead of it being like, hey, I want to date you, da, 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 da. But the meaning behind it is that he just wants to fuck. I like a, like a really transparent situation. Yeah, me too. Okay. You're on goddess mode, that's why. You're like, it's timing, it's my mood, it's... Yeah. It's the breeze in the air. And <laughs> I smell sometimes, your pheromones at the right temperature. Sometimes by my cycle. I, I'm sure you My probably, cycle, too. Some, <laughs> I'm sure you notice there are some times during the month where you're just, like, insatiable, and you're like, God. Pretty much just, all month. There's, like, two <laughs> days when I'm not. Ah. <laughs> That's it. I'm more like... Maybe two weeks out of the month where it's, like, crazy. Like, way too crazy. Not normal. Like, normal would be, like, maybe once a day or whatever. Twice a day. Whatever. But, like, crazy would be, like, more than that. Right. Do you, yeah, my... Well, my vagina would not hold up twice a day. Okay, um, I plan on being single, so I gotta make this pussy last. It's gotta last a while, guys. Nobody owns this pussy. Nobody's going to tear this shit up too many days in a row. Thank you so much for being a guest. I really had fun You're having welcome. you here. Nikki, almost famous unicorn. Bye, everybody. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Good night.